kind of fancy since I was here last um, back <laughs> sometime in October or September or something. Um, good morning. Sorry that my beloved's, um, you could probably hear him sleeping, but this is our life, amen. <laughs> Sweetness. A um, couple things. <laughs> Lord showed me something I want to share with you, okay? So, I was listening to this really lovely podcast in which these incredibly open-hearted, open-minded people of God were talking about, you know, the state of things right now. And they were basically standing in a neutral Switzerland place, okay? <laughs> Until one of them came out with more of their heart. It, it, it's so funny. They were like, you know, on this side, you got people with the foil on their heads. On that side, you got people with the foil on the roof with their heads, you know, I mean, on their heads. And I'll tell you what, this is the day we're in. And, you know, I get my foil. I gotta get on the roof. I'll be right back. You know, they didn't know it, and I'm not 100 sure if the person they were talking to knew it or not. But, but I saw it. Okay. So now fast forward, and I was listening to someone, and they were talking to a lot of people, and they were saying, "You got this going on over there." what's going on over there and then they raised their own flag and went and we all know this is what's really happening but the people they were talking to were not in that camp and then they went and then there's always this other thing and that's when their audience was like yeah and they were like basically oh that's who you all are and then I heard a third person, and they were basically saying, look, this is what's going on. We're not even going there. This is where we're going to go. We're going higher, and we're going to be the answer to what's going on in this way. <laughs> and then at the very end, they tagged on. And by the way, I've got people over here, and i got people over there. And, you know, they're all good with me. And then they're like, and then da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I have such a giggle. Why? Because this is the nature of what's going on. You know, the splinter and the log, right? That we simply can't see ourselves. <laughs> I did a Facebook Live video last year. And I was reading off notes that I had written. And I did not practice, right? I don't think I was supposed to practice anyway. I was reading, reading, reading out loud from my notes. And suddenly I was reading my opinion. I was like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Why did I say sorry? Because I had not up until that then been saying what I actually thought, right? And I really felt badly because, I mean, that alienated many, 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 many people. I mean, nobody said that, but 
there's no doubt about it because the people that were listening up to that point, you know, were of all kinds of stripes and spots, you know? Okay, so, uh, since then, amen, I, I opened my opinion and just asked the Lord to help me with it particularly because so many people were so virulent um, on the other side, right? And I've grown quiet. I hear the Lord, right? And I've grown quiet. Why? I've heard I've heard some things from the Lord, not a ton, some concerning this. Because I don't know where to put it. I'll get a lot of like concrete you know, clarity. I still don't know where to put it because the moment I plant a flag, the moment I put it in the ground, there's still more to it, right? It's like a prism. It all depends upon how you're looking through, right? Okay, so with that said, something that I saw was everything is coming up for examination. There's politics, education, government, entertainment, business, family, etc., 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 right? Whatever. Whatever there is, it's that. And there are obvious things, you know, what about this issue? And you've got people on this side and that side, and you've got people that feel like they're standing in the middle going, what is going on with these people, right? People all over, let's say, the axis of the issue. There are obvious issues. And you've got some people that are seeking to pay attention to all the issues and to comment on all of them, right? So there's that as well. There are people that are for this issue, there are people for issues, right? There are people that are trying to get everybody to act nice, play nice, right? There's all sorts of activity. Something that I feel like I sensed a couple of hours ago or so is all of the issues you think about an issue like a magazine issue coming out every month right when you think about an issue from like a stream right liquid coming from let's say the mouth of a body of water creating another body of water it's issuing out right it's gross but when you think about a wound right issuing out right what's in there the sick the infection right praise you jesus well praise you jesus issues. Okay, we got issues. And what we want is clear water. Amen. Water of the word pouring out. And so there's an activity of healing afoot. It's uncomfortable. And some of the why is that it's not just whoever the yes are. So the yes would be anybody that's in agreement with me, right? 
we would be in a camp. We're not the only ones with issues. They have issues. Well, who are they? That's anybody who's not in our camp. Which issue? Well, it depends. It depends because in this issue, you're in my camp. <laughs> in that issue, you're in their camp. In that issue over there, neither one of us are in either of the these or those. We're in them and you know what I mean? The other. There's everything is coming up for examination. Which also means that the things that are on your radar and the things that are not on your radar, the things that are at 10 with you and the things that are not even important to you at this time, are coming to roost, are coming for, what are you going to do about it, (laughs) right? How are you going to get through your day? What do you believe in? Who are you going to praise? What are you seeking? What do you pay for? How well do you sleep at night? Um, How much activity are you getting? What matters to you? Who matters to you? Do you bless or do you curse? What do you bless? What do you curse? What do you kiss? What are you trying to kill? What is your relationship with God in the midst of everything? Of everything. And anyone trying to get a grasp, you know, trying to get a kind of handle and offer sort of a a right now word, um, would do well to wait on the Lord. There's something about the Lord, these specifics he's speaking, they're going to endure through the changing of the winds, through the changing of the tides. Whatever he says, it'll still stand when everything has happened and the dust has settled. Isn't that something? Um, But how we see what he says, right, will have its iterations, its colors, its seasons, because today we can see this much and tomorrow we'll see that much. So how do you do it? What's your angle of repose? Where do you anchor? How do you gracefully, graciously, how do you gratefully go through? Well, every one of us that call in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ have the same book, right? We've all got the same Genesis to Revelation mostly, right? There's the Apocrypha, there are versions, but a lot of things we can say we agree on, whatever language we speak or whatever tribe we're from, in the midst of being a member of the body, body, amen? So when you say, like, walk by faith and not by sight, when you say speak those things that are not as though they are, when you say love your neighbor, when you say love God, with all your heart, mind, body, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Those three, right? That's clear. God, your neighbor, yourself. And then, um, love your enemy, right? Pray for your enemy. And, um, submit to God, resist the devil, he's going to flee. There's a lot of really good stuff put on your armor. Um, walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. Plead with this stuff that's not going to rot. <laughs> Amen. Um, believe in Jesus. Pray unceasingly. 
felt what the Lord teaches us is really helpful in this hour. It, I, I think of the Hunger Games and how there was a wilderness aspect, you know, when the Lord was out 40 days and 40 nights without eating, he was also in the wilderness. And it says he was out there with the beasts, right? I mean, it wasn't just a camping expedition where he didn't have food. The wild also means there's bugs and, you know, boars and, you know, there's physical danger. Did he sleep in trees? You know what I mean? Did he make a cave? Like, you know, he didn't eat, which is his own interesting thing, right? Um, Because perhaps he could have found a way to eat, you know what I mean? That things are moving, and you know what I mean? That's how early people ate. Um, But no, he didn't eat one day. That's interesting. He didn't eat one day. And I would think by the third or fourth or fifth day, he might have thought, you know, there's got to be something out here. You know what I mean? But maybe the wilderness has a dynamic um, connotation. Maybe it's not just food and drink. Maybe there was a wildness to being out there. And maybe fasting was a, a way of responding to the hours. Because the spirit drove him there, right? So if he experienced it as the spirit, then perhaps he was highly aware that he was in a season. Well, we're in a season. I mean, there's just no doubt about it that we're in a season. Whatever you believe, we're in a season. You know, the human condition or the human experience or, you know, experiment or whatever you want to, you know. However people are framing the day, it's a trying day. And, you know, there are folks that I remember somebody telling me last year, not this time, but maybe last summer, they were like, you know, if it wasn't for the news, I wouldn't even know what's going on. Because where I am, it's it, we're not. It's not even touching us. It's not even on the map. And that was such a grace, amen, to them. But there are issues, right, that were touching them. Not the big one of the day, but there were other issues that were touching them. And so that's another thing to sort of remember, right? This dynamic quality of the wildness about um, some of it's seemingly predictable well if the supply chain then you know well if there's a virus then if you're going to live by logic right but uh, you know what I'm just going to do a little bit of movement to help my sweetheart's breathing praise Jesus Some of this is unpredictable in terms of looking out at the weather and saying, okay, the clouds are moving, and so right about Tuesday, you know, this precipitation ought to be about this percent. Well, even with all the devices you might have um, to whittle down things to a predictable margin, we're in a time, we're in a moment, and I love that when the Lord was um, approached when he was confronted, countenanced <clears throat> by evil, by the evil one. 
he did nothing more than give back the word of God. And then the third approach, right? His parry and fencing, you parry with the, um, it's your counterattack, so to speak, right? Um, his parry was to offer the word and then say basically go away or to say go away and then to end that season you know touche with the seal of the Holy Spirit around him right the this is all you're getting you know all you're going to get is the word of God I mean he was very much a solid vessel of the Lord Jesus yes he's the Lord I just mean also he however you want to say it his humanity was deeply rooted in his identity amen his eternal identity and when squeezed right Jesus the Christ came out. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Um, just thinking about that, I, I feel like there, there's something in there for us. You know, whatever your name is, like if your name is Felicia, that when you're squeezed, may Felicia the Christian come out. Praise you, Jesus. Um, if you have issues, right, May George the Christian come out with the issue. Whatever the issue is, may, may you issue forth until you're coming through clearly, right? Sometimes you, you may come out with static, but persevere, amen? Because who you are in Christ Jesus is who you are in reality. And whatever junk may have adhered, attached, convinced you, persuaded you, deceived you, deluded you, confused you, hindered you, frightened you, um, partnered with you, whatever the drama that has you less than 100%, amen, the activity of the day seems to be about everybody's issues coming forth. So that we can come through clearly, right? So that we begin to stream. Amen? I was so excited when I learned about streaming. Really, I was super excited when I learned about a playlist when I could listen to something I like to listen to. And then when it's over, something else in that vein, right? Whoa. Would then begin. But I wouldn't, if I paid something, something per month, I wouldn't then get, you know, Billy Bob, although I won't, don't say Billy Bob because I love a Billy Bob from Ashland. Um, you know, um, I don't know, Horace James. I don't know. I'm praying there's no Horace James. Um, that he, I don't want him, you know, trying to sell me um, something. Amen. I want the thing. That I want, even if I don't know what that is. Particularly, I know the vein I want it to come from. And if I leave it up to advertisers or whoever owns this platform, 
they've got all of their own reasons Whoa, for why they do what they do, right? They've got their less than 100%. You know what I mean? They've got their issues, right? So as you and I are interacting with social media platforms, with your bosses, with your employees, with your coworkers, with your pastors, with your parishioners, with your fellow ecclesia members, with your family, your your the leaders in your family, those you lead in your family, and as you are all, right, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. I mean, all of uh, every dimension, right, as you are in the world. Have hope. Hope for yourself and hope for others. There is no soul without issues, <laughs> except Jesus. And praise God, the one without issues as we have understood them to be. Amen. When we say there's an issue, there's a problem. Houston, right? The one without those issues is within us. If we believe that Christ is Lord, Christ Jesus is Lord. Um, praise you, Jesus, if we are in him. Amen. And so what you get from somebody, you know, you, you get somebody cranky or you get somebody, as my friend and I say, accessed, you know what I mean? You get somebody um, blind, you get somebody blindingly angry, you get somebody just something super tight-knit at the moment, you know, way too tight-knit than is meant to be kind of thing, something that needs to actually be let go of rather than held on to, but that's not where they are at the moment. We aren't in a place where just, you know, just these folks. No, you, it's like mewling children, you know, you know, bleeding sheep, you know, you know, where everyone's kind of yelling and it's not just this group and that group. It's everybody's got their reasons. Everybody's got their complaints. Everybody's got their desires. Everybody's got their hope. Everybody's got their cause. And interestingly, a lot of people are crying out, I want to matter. Mm, 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 mm. And then you get the folks that are like, okay, I'm going to speak for everyone, you know, and they're speaking for everyone wisely. And then they trip on like a popsicle stick and you hear them and they're like, I want to matter, you know, in their own way. They're leaders and they're followers, they're servant leaders. Um, and there is this moment that we are in and coming to where n- none of us has a clue, really. Right? When you go to the prophets and they say things that don't make sense or they come from places that are just wackadoodle, you know? When you go to your priest and they're unforgiving. <laughs> Sorry. When you go to your, you know, whoever your idea of a father or a mother is and, you know, their children, right? Um, I'm actually thinking spiritually, but, but it could be naturally. When you, when you go to the places, the, the businesses, you know, circa or what is it, um, established in and they're becoming disestablished, they're crumbling, they're cracking, they're showing forth corruption and you're like, what is that? You know, I think back to the 70s of, of, uh, in the United States where savings and loans were a big deal. 
there was just a lot of corruption in it. It, it was this, really, you know? They were supposed to hold the money, you know? They're the treasurers, and what, what were they doing, you know? And then you go forth to the what? Um, praise you, Jesus. What year was that? Was that just 20 years later? No. Oh, my goodness. No, 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 no. That would have been 30-plus years later. Yeah. And, you know, the mortgage bank things, you know, and the financial issues. Um, it's fascinating, right? The money, the economy. And somebody's saying it's the economy, stupid. And people coming through, I remember one particular candidate, um, presidential candidate was super popular but they were not considered super clever concerning the economy and I remember that if I recall well that just erased their popularity little by little people seem to care about who is going to affect their bank account you know or their 401k or their vacation or whatever or their salary so people's hearts have been their treasure has been in the treasure box of their banks and the banks have been challenged and people have been looking some people for places to put their money whether it's a good cause or a certain country you know um, avoiding taxes or whatever you know um, clever inventions where it doesn't look you know it looks like a so-and-so-and-so but it's really a place to keep your valuables you know and even buying things instead of having it in dollars having it in gold or having it in jewelry or having it in art or having it in whatever you know spread around the world in all these different ways so that if ever something goes down and when the dust settles they can da 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 and then somewhere the code where if they don't make it somebody that they love or that they value right finding these tracks from you who values such and such or has a thing that you value from a penny to you know bullion right um finding a way for what you value to hold what you value or who you value to hold what you value whether or not you survive personally. Praise you, Jesus. And that also being knowledge. Amen. I remember mm-hmm, someone wanted to give me a library. They had a very valuable library. And I, I was intimidated by them in general. I just couldn't. I couldn't go to their apartment. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I was so shy. I was so shy. I just didn't show up. I just didn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, couldn't handle it. Praise you, Jesus. Um, whoa. In the midst. That's really good timing, Lord. I love you. In the midst of this junk coming out. And I mean them, everybody. I mean the sweetest people I know got some junky clanky you know um in the midst of that the lord's got some messaging for us about who he says we are like what the clear looks like there's a 
a group that talks about clear. I remember when I was in New York, I'm trying to grab people out the streets and sat next to somebody on a plane once who was like, are you clear? From the very first moment they said it, I was like, oh boy, you know? I was like, oh beloved, you know? I just had a sense like, whatever is going on with you, you know? And I remember they were agitated by the end of our plane ride. Um, Maybe more because I wasn't adopting. I wasn't converting unless because I had sort of challenge them in an effective way but I think you know directly I think just the fact that it I I didn't agree with them was challenging to them in some way but anyway um there is a such thing as clarity there is a such thing as truth there is a veracity and a validity there is great power in that there is virtue we have had a lot of argument and debate around the bend, so to speak, as people have wrestled out, tug of war out, um, fought out whether or not God is. And I would say whatever you value, whatever you hold close and hold up, and the utmost, that's your God. That's what you worship. And it is God's activity at this time, I do believe, to reveal himself as sovereign. The revelation of Jesus Christ is prophetic. It's a prophecy. It says that God is the only God. He's the only one worthy of our praise. And wherever we are on the spectrum of being worshipers, oh my goodness, God is, he's identifying the beloved. The beloved worship him. And I don't, and and the beloved don't leave the temple. The temple is where he is, okay? And I don't mean praise God, that you cannot be in a cathedral day and night, but I also don't mean that you have to be. He's revealing himself as so big, as the creator of the cosmos, right? He's the cosmological deity, amen? In any dimension that a deity can be, right? In every dimension, like Ezekiel having the eyes that go all around, he's God. He's got everywhere on all ways. Whoa. He's sovereign. He's sovereign. And I believe he is um, revealing himself to be so. Not just among us, like man, woman, child. Not just saying we're not God. Okay? But also saying that which we have endowed with what light, with what love, with what He's given us a value, right? Because he values us, amen? That that which we have replaced or displaced, you know, however we have misunderstood, misplaced our affections and attentions and allegiances um, and and uh, obediences, right? He's, 
he's realigning. He's doing some major holy chiropractic work and bringing us back into alignment. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My realm is emotional and touches on other realms, but there are all kinds of realms, right, um, that he is addressing. He's dynamically delivering his church, his ecclesia, his people. He told us to leave Babylon and where you can't get the girl out of Babylon, he's getting Babylon out of the girl. Amen. He is freeing the bride of his word from all defilement. And if you see yourself at the top of a mountain, if you see yourself on a throne, if you see yourself as um, apart from the junk, I say yeah and amen, frankly. Just let that be in Christ. May there be thanksgiving on your lips. Amen. And I love that Eucharist, if I'm understanding, um, means thanksgiving. When God's through <laughs> doing what he's doing, it is my firm belief, it is my strong belief, we're all going to be thanking him. And I, and I, I only say that laughing because of how challenging the day is, right? Some of us were just like, which way is up? You know, where's left, where's right? You know, like the Ninevites. And some people are like, sure, ain't touching me. And some people are like, you're all idiots. You know what I mean? Everybody's got all sorts of things. And, and some people are just holding their, I mean, um, yeah, holding their thumb in their mouth going, daddy, please come soon. <laughs> you know, bring your, bring your son of righteousness as soon as you can. Um, I praise you, Jesus, that... All who can be saved shall be saved. Amen. This is an hour. It's interesting, you know. At a time when I heard so much anger expressed, not recently, but in the last few years, um, I've a lot, a lot um, stoked. Um, it's an hour for evangelism. It's an hour to have a heart for the harvest to come in. I've heard for many years about the harvest of all time is coming. And I wonder if it could be good to look for it. But, you know, when Jesus came, remember how people didn't know he was here? Look for it in the small, every day, in the person that you just passed by or, you know, met at the gas station or, you know, um, that you saw walking while you were driving. Like, Consider every soul that comes to your mind, across your path, that you read about, you hear about. Consider every soul in the field of your intercession, of your hopes, of your prayers. Amen. Everyone in your family, certainly you, certainly everyone that you you love, your spouse, your family, um, your church family, your friends, your neighbors, all of that, absolutely. And continuing it out to the uttermost of the earth, yes, across the globe, but to the stranger and to the person that you feel like you can't stand. And I have felt this for 20 years, 15 years, that it's the cubicle 
that you think is hazardous waste, you know? It's the person that you refuse because you think that they're refuse. That's the space of our great need. That's the place where we need more Jesus. You know, you get a meal at a restaurant, you take a bite and you go, hmm, that needs more, right? Needs more salt, needs more sugar. That's where we need more Jesus. That's where we need, whoa, to receive the forgiveness of the Lord for everything we've done, said, thought, felt, wanted, intended, sought that was not of Him. Past, present, future. Slate like clean. Right? Issues cleaned out. Right? Coming through clearly. Why? Because of Jesus. I've heard people, you know, talk about other people's issues and go, mm, well, that one. And the sound of it, right? Like, ugh. Well, I mean, Paul wasn't beyond that. He certainly had challenges with a person or two, amen, during his journey, his missionary journey. Um, It's amazing how much love he had in his heart, given how much he experienced, right? But he certainly, I mean, he even told the Lord, you know, punish them, you know, curse them, you know, make them pay for how they treated me. He had his moments. Jesus still said, pray for your enemies. Whoa. Okay. He still said it. Jesus uh, let people know. You who are like not going through the door and you're making it hard for everybody else to go through. Yeah, not going to be a good day for you. But even when he was being killed, he said, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. What's my point? Yes, yes, yes. It's a a day of justice. Amen. It's a day of reckoning. It's a day of stuff coming to roost. It's a day of the crooked being made straight. It's a day of mountains coming down and valleys coming up. It's a day of God having his say. And it's a day of yucky things trying to get in where they can, right? But God wins. God won. God won when Jesus rose from the dead. And God won when Jesus was crucified. God won the moment that Jesus said yes in the garden of Gethsemane. God won when Jesus was driven into the wilderness and he said no to the enemy. God won as he went around doing good. God won from day one of Jesus the Christ's journey with us. And so he's winning, whoa, as Jesus the Christ is in us now. Winning. He's winning. So I just want to encourage you to have hope. Have hope that he's winning. He is for you and he is with you. And because of that, God is for you and with you. And both of them are for you and with you through the intercession and presence of the Holy Spirit who is never going to leave you. You can be with him. He's your forever friend. Know that. Whoa. Rest in that. Activate in that. Amen? Because that's where your true power, that's where the truth is coming from in you. I love you dearly. You are the beloved. Um, Let the Lord show you this. Whoa. Let him reveal to you how much you mean to him. 
let him reveal to you himself in and through you out to the world once you have received him yourself amen and during amen and during have a wonderful day